Good morning, Goldendale, and hello to all of my fellow liberty-loving Americans all across the fruited plains, from sea to shining sea, and all the way across the sea. This is the host who loves it the most, Luke Throop, here on another thrilling, thought-provoking Thursday for Torch Report 412, the orchestrated global chaos. Just when you think we've seen it all, friends, I'm here to say we haven't seen anything yet. So this week, I started out by honoring the endless quest for truth. You know, this is kind of part of human nature. And then on Tuesday, we took a a deeper philosophical plunge into human nature because that's really where the answers and solutions are going to come from, from that infinite wisdom within, those infinite resources that we can draw upon to resist because resist we must and come up with creative, uh, uncouth uh, solutions, I say, I suggest. Never mind that, though. Yesterday, I went out on a limb to demonstrate that COVID was coming full circle. I wanted to note how, you know, the, the whole preconditioned fear of an invisible enemy is now allowing the media to spin up these vaccine-related deaths, people falling over dead with blood clots and myocarditis, blah, 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 blah. You know, they're, they're, they're labeling that now as a matter of nutritional deficiency. And I finished yesterday's report with the line, you're not going to believe what happens next. Now, after couching the conversation in the broader context of global depopulation, and then briefly touching on the national food control systems. Friends, I know we've talked about the, the food fires, the processing facilities, facilities, assaults on the food supply chain and all that. And, you know, I, we can't cover it all in every given report, but it's within all of this context. I wanted to, to make it abundantly clear that we're nowhere near the end of this insanity. We're in the midst of the Great Reset. Things are accelerating. And just as COVID-19 kicked off, the Great Reset, hence the title of the book by Klaus Schwab, you know, COVID-19, The Great Reset. Um, it's, it's accelerating the adoption of the globalist Agenda 2030 to vaccinate every man, woman, and child on the planet, whether they want it or need it or not, so they can inject them with a digital trackable uh, digital ID and all that. Anyway, friends, all of this and Agenda 2030 also includes disarming and reducing the human population. All of this is there on the table. And COVID is now really being used, I believe, my personal conviction based on an insane amount of research, is that COVID is going to be used again very soon for the next round of iterative disruptions. They're about to unfold, and I'm going to make the case for that here today. It's, it's globally orchestrated chaos. Now, for those who are new to the crowd, Please understand, well, first of all, thank you. I'm, I'm grateful and appreciative that you tune in to listen to little old me. But please understand that iterative disruptions, one disruption after another in a cyclical fashion, this is how the global elite intend to build resiliency, which is a, just another way of saying this is how they coerce the people into compliance. But you can review that in Torch Report 253, The Real Meaning of Resilience. Over the last two years... Myself and many others, you know, have been railing against the COVID narrative, exposing the lies like many people have, you know, presenting the actual data, the decades of medical research and the precedent, uh, all the scientific precedent that it preemptively obliterates the entire COVID scheme. Anybody that was willing to look at the actual data, the actual evidence and the actual scientific precedent understood 
understood very well from the very beginning that none of this made sense. It was a public messaging crisis, i.e. psyops and propaganda, not a public health crisis from the common cold. And yet, thanks to the weaponized AI and the algorithmic social interventions, the majority of the public still remains painfully ignorant of the facts that underpin all of this so-called plandemic, shandemic, the great pandemic. And of course, you know, I know, that's not by accident, obviously. And I would say it's not really a casual concern either. It's not just something to be flippant about. Like, oh yeah, you know, people are painfully ignorant. Ah, so what? That's not a big deal. No, friends, the fact that people still remain ignorant to this day That is about to come back and bite us in the ass in a big way. Mark my words. You know, whatever small degree of public awareness has been stimulated by the substantial efforts of honest truth ambassadors such as myself and others, you know, the sight of people falling over dead on live television, all of the things that have come to light, all of that is grossly dwarfed by the proliferation of propaganda. The media has a grip on the public mindset. The, the propaganda is sophisticated, it's stellar, it's prolific. It's a prolific proliferation of public propaganda. Oh my gosh, friends. Uh, all that said, you know, though it hasn't really been on most people's radar, I've been keeping track of this COVID narrative. And I realize, you know, people are kind of tired of hearing about it and all that, but, you know, just kind of keep tabs on it because it's, it's been slowly evolving And most recently, I've been seeing it kind of get repositioned for its next reemergence. That's what I observe. And I'm going to share with you this Uh, just to give you a glimpse of what's been out there over the last month or so. Get a load of these headlines, you know, right off the gate, straight out the gate. uh, COVID isn't over, but even the most cautious Americans are moving on. COVID isn't over. Okay, that was an article coming out of uh, from the Washington Post at the end of June, okay? So just a few weeks ago, they're saying COVID isn't over. Even the most cautious Americans are moving on, but COVID isn't over. Oh my gosh, you know? And I put a screenshot here of their of that page there. You know, they've got uh <clears throat> You know, I want to emphasize that this is the summer of 2023, first of all. And they're saying, you know, the Washington Post, which is where all the cool kids who drink the Kool-Aid go to get their trusted news information. You know, that's uh, they've stated perfectly clear that COVID isn't over. And then the top three health articles they've got are about these embroiled probes about the Wuhan lab, you know. And of course, embroiled means controversial. And if it's an embroiled probe about the Wuhan labs, that means... It's probably being conducted by some racist white supremacists who are ignoring the science in order to push their bigoted political agenda, just in case you were wondering. That's what Politico is inferring there. And then they're also dispelling the myths of vaccine misinformation, you know, like what RFK has been puking out in Congress this week, calling it out like it is, you know, oh gosh, that's vaccine misinformation. And of course, as you would expect any liberal rag, you know, they're obsessing over whether or not one should engage in normal human behavior. Or probably not. You probably shouldn't engage in normal human behavior because one might be contagious. But how would you know unless you read the Washington Post? Oh, I know. Oh, friends, how I utterly despise the Washington Post. Bunch of freaking idiots. Anyway, at any rate. 
We need to realize that they, these are seeds that are being planted into the liberal subconscious mind. The minds of the masses being steeped in this propaganda. You know, they're being steeped in the idea that COVID isn't over, that you might be contagious, and that we're being, you know, th- these uh, seeds of propaganda, they're being watered by a steady drip of headlines coming out all over the place. Headlines such as, is long COVID linked to mental illness? I don't know. Oh my gosh, long COVID is linked to mental health conditions. That prompts a federal advisory. You know, struggles continue despite a more positive act outlook on the COVID-19 pandemic. The struggle's real. It still continues, you know. We need to heed the warning of the triple-demic. You know, we need to have a plan to dodge another triple-demic according to Axios. You know, health warning as cases of little-known diseases are skyrocketing and the triple-demic looms. Federal officials are hatching their three-pronged defense against another triple-demic. Oh, friends, and just in case there was any doubt, according to the uh, the global... Center for Health Security. It's the global center, mind you, for health security in an American university. Uh, Link there with their three-pronged approach. It looks to be a boon for big pharma. Just going to quote a little excerpt here. Quote, this fall, Americans will be urged to get shots against the flu, COVID, and if they're older, RSV. To prevent a repeat of last winter's triple-demic of respiratory illnesses, Americans will be encouraged to roll up their sleeves, not just for flu shots, but for two other vaccines as well, one of them entirely new, period, end quote. Yes, I see. Roll up the sleeves, get three shots back to back, maybe even at the same stop, you know, totally for free, of course. And, uh, you know, this is in order to prevent a repeat of last winter's triple-demic. You remember that? Last winter's triple-demic. Everybody's fallen over dead. It was crazy. I don't even know how we survived last winter's triple-demic. But now, uh, we've got to get ready for it again. And we, you know, we need to be grateful that the pharmaceutical companies have saw fit to bless us with an entirely new in- experimental injection. No doubt, rush to market with the full backing of the FDA. And no doubt, it will roll out just in time for the holidays. That way, you know... That way you can get your triple injection for the triple pandemic. Uh, And you have the right then to gather with your family and friends for the holidays and all that kind of stuff. That way you can know that you're not going to kill grandma like all of those savage (laughs) anti-vaxxers. So there it is. We've been warned. You know, we know that this threat looms. We know that the struggle continues. We know that COVID is certainly not over, even though the most cautious people are tentatively moving on. Hence, the fresh federal advisory linking long COVID to the ongoing mental conditions that are likely being caused by the prolonged subjection to military-grade propaganda and the nefarious attempt to transform human consciousness. But what the hell do I know? I'm just reading some headlines here. But wait, friends, wait. There is more. You're not going to believe this. Mm. Now, I know uh, food prices are soaring. People aren't talking about the pain at the pump anymore. It's the pain of trying to provide for your family. Food prices are soaring, and since hunting season is just around the corner, I suspect there are probably plenty of red-blooded Americans who are looking to fill their freezers with fresh meat, harvested from the abundance of the land. But while you may not live in fear of the forthcoming triple-demic. Friends, the media has a warning for you, too. Thou shall not eat the king's deer! (laughs) 
Oh, friends, deer are spreading COVID to humans. Uh, new research suggests that COVID spreads among deers and then the, the mutates and then the, the deer pass mutated viruses back to humans. And, and they're calling this a very unique public health risk. Now, of course, if you've been with me for any length of time, you know that's not the first time we've been told thou shall not eat the king's deer. You may recall that I raised this issue last year, back in May of 2022, when monkeypox was ravaging the land and COVID was running rampant among, among wild deer populations. I raised this up. They're doing this because they're simultaneously taking control of the food supply, but they're planting the seeds for people to be afraid to go out and get the meat that, you know, that exists out in the wild, the abundance of the land. There's that thought. And then there's also the thought like, you know, killing some hundred million birds. They may be culling some of the wildlife that people would use to sustain. Just, I don't know. It's that scratchy tinfoil hat. Um, anyway, friends, it's quite unfortunate. Not just hunters. It's not just hunters who are now facing this proposition that sometime, somehow their favorite pastime might lead to, uh, you know, sudden, shocking, even immediate death. Oh, you know, a.k.a. COVID infection. You might want to go hunting, but then again, you might pack back some mutated virus to your family, right? So we don't want that. But it's not just hunters who are facing this, this predicament. Now, even the most cautious souls, those who generally prefer to stay locked in their homes and disconnected from anything but the internet and their cats, those cautious souls are, uh, you know, they're trying to protect public health and safety and all that. But even these people are now facing a very upsetting prospect that their favorite felines might be infected. And if you don't believe me, I put the screenshot right here. Uh, friends, if you're listening on a podcast platform, please know you just have to go to thetorchreport.com. Check out Torch Report 412. You'll see this, this poor kitty. So, I mean, it's just so sad. My heart is wrenching right now because experts are warning about feline coronavirus, thousands of cat deaths, alarming reports, sudden rise, a more virulent strain. Zoiks, what are we going to do? You know, thousands of cats leading to more expert warnings and alarming reports about sudden rise of a more virulent strain. What are we going to do? Friends, I don't know. Just note the language, though. And realize that these language patterns leave an impression. These language patterns are leaving impressions that are being branded into the unsuspecting brain of the masses. And the sheer magnitude of the horror, really. The magnitude of the horror at the thought of a poor kitten dying from kitty COVID. That is enough to induce a very heightened state of suggestibility uh, amongst many people. So my suggestion is... Move along, <laughs> move along, move along, move along. Nothing to see here, you know, but before I move along, I want to point out all of these headlines from the last month or so, they just so happen to have cropped up right when the UK was conducting a national inquiry into the pandemic, which happens at the same time the Congress here in the United States has been holding their very own hearings on the origins of COVID. And methinks this is not just a coincidence. This is, in fact, the Delphi method in action. And if you need to refresh on the Delphi method, uh, put the link in there for Torch Report 358, Global Censorship Goes Viral. It's also worth noting, uh, right now China is purportedly getting hammered by a second wave of COVID. That's happening as we speak. And as China crests its second wave of COVID, families are still mourning the victims from the first one. 
And evidently the suffering in China is so bad right now, even the world socialists are calling out the criminal silence of the corporate media. <laughs> you can't make this stuff up, friends. Again, the truth you can trust here because I'm not asking you to take my word, but because I do a lot of research, I put all the links there for you to click and read and develop your own informed perspective. So the world socialists are calling out the criminal silence of the corporate media about the suffering of China's second COVID raved, uh, even as certain clues to China's true death toll keep surfacing. There are articles out there suggesting that cremation, i.e. the burning of dead bodies, uh, <clears throat> that's up 70% year over year. So they, they're cremating 70% more people, burning 70% more dead bodies now than they were a year ago. Probably just a coincidence. Might have nothing to do with depopulation or anything like that, you know, I'm sure it's not like the CCP or a bunch of Nazis or something. I mean, if the Nazis were burning dead bodies, 70% increase year over year, we might be like, hmm, I don't know, what are these Nazis up to? But since it's just the Chinese Communist Party, there's probably nothing to see. Friends, all of this comes at a time when the U.S. government has finally stopped funding the Chinese Wuhan lab that's at the center of this entire pandemic. They just stopped that. Why did they just stop that? Like last month, as opposed to say three years ago, why? I don't know, you know, it comes at a time when UK ministers are preparing for the next pandemic. That's in their words. We got to prepare for the next pandemic. It comes at a time as Canadians are sounding off about more boosters, boosters, boosters. We need more boosters because uh, if we don't get more boosters, we're not gonna be able to stave off the winter wave and the waning immunity, the absolutely destroyed immune systems of those who have been jabbed with an experimental mRNA injection. It comes at a time as courts right here in the good old US of A are confirming that the government does in fact have a right to restrict your breathing and forcing you to mask up on a whim, whatever, whenever, for whatever reason. It comes as states are now instructing citizens how to prove that they're all vaxxed up, even though they've lost their vaccine cards. It comes as tens of thousands of people are being convicted of breaking the COVID rules. Keep in mind, friends, we're only two months past the official end of the COVID public health emergency. You recall that formally ended on May 11th, 2023. Right, May 11th to June, that's one month, to July 11th, that's two months and two weeks. Holy smokes, uh, two weeks, uh, two months and one week, all right? So we're not even 10 weeks out from the end of COVID and already the media is starting to report there's an increase in COVID metrics. Oh my gosh, the numbers are going up. And I'm sure, I'm sure that's just a coincidence. Kind of like that uh, very rare EF3 tornado, that's a massive tornado, 150 mile an hour winds, uh, just ripped through, very rare tornado, just ripped through Pfizer's pharmaceutical plant near Raleigh, North Carolina. I'm sure you heard about that. But did you know that came just days after the governor of, uh, in Raleigh, of North, governor of North Carolina in Raleigh, he tested positive for COVID and he decided to work from home. You know, he's like, gosh, you know, geez, you know, it's just a, kind of that we, you know, it's, it's uh, North Carolina Governor Roy Cooper. He tested positive for COVID-19 and decided he was going to just work from home this week. And then all of a sudden there's this rare tornado ripping through the Pfizer pharmaceutical plant, you know, and likely this is going to lead to long-term shortages of medical supplies. Just as we head into the fall season, I'm sure it's all just coincidence too, but, but, but yet some part of me, you know, my, it's like my head's itching, my tinfoil hat keeps zapping me, keeps beaming in signals from the ether that seem to suggest 
Certain nefarious actors could potentially be weaponizing geoengineered weather patterns per government studies. And I suppose, you know, from the perspective of an ignorant peasant, this all looks like orchestrated global chaos, but friends, what's a peasant to do except for prepare accordingly, then sit back and enjoy the show. Again, friends, my hunch is that we haven't seen anything yet. We ain't seen nothing yet, and therefore, resist we must! <laughs> and that is the message of my heart for today. Friends, if you're enjoying this podcast, please take the time to go to the website, click that heart, and give me some love. Subscribe if you have not subscribed already. And of course, the greatest honor of all is if you share this podcast with everyone you know. Get out there and embrace the rest of this thrilling, thought-provoking Thursday. Stay wise, friends. I'll look forward to talking to you again.